Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer and I celebrate 13 years of Busted Open. That's right. We're a teenager. We're 13 right here on Busted Open. We celebrate with you, the Busted Open Nation. Also, we get into the main event from AEW Dynamite last night, the ladder match between Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky. Right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Uh, By the way, before we get into Dynamite, and there is a lot to get into from Dynamite last night, Tommy. uh, Happy birthday to Busted Open. 13 years today of Busted Open, April 28th. 2009, the first ever ever busted open. A beautiful thing. Who'd ever thunk it, Dave? You and Doug, one day a week, started this show for freezies uh, just because of your love of professional wrestling, and here we are. We've had some great milestones, and the show just keeps on plugging away. Uh, And already a lot of people have reached out to me uh, congratulating the show. Uh, and the 13 years. So maybe we'll get some phone calls from the nation today or some special guests that might just happen to call in that have been a part of the last 13 years of Busted Open. If you think if there was some kid out there listening to the first show, he's now 28 years old when he was 15. Jeez, Louise. Or just the fact that if somebody That's was enough. born on April 28, 2009, they're now 13 years old. It's crazy. That, that as well. But I don't think they were listening the day of birth. The mom so, was. You'll, you'll, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. The nation is extremely loyal. And I have to thank... Uh, And I want to thank everybody that's been a part of this show for the last 13 years. Um, You mentioned Doug Mortman, Mike Riker, our original producer, DJ Zulo, Mary, Kyle, like so many people that have been a part of the early days, Andy King and Marissa, and up until the crew that we have today, Dick Eagle, Alex Metz, Gabby, Paul, like so many people have been a part of the show, but it really turned a corner when you, Bully, and Mark joined the show, Tommy. Well, the nation just kept on growing. The wrestling business kept on growing, and it was kind of just grew its own legs, if you really think about it. Plus, David, I don't think you understand. There's a specialness about one Thomas Dreamer. He gets things over it. That's his job. 
Yes. And then when it's done, he just leaves. That's what he does. Well, don't ever leave. Also, Ed Robinson, who who went to get a pack of smokes and just never came back. So if anybody sees Ed Robinson, please, you know, report the authorities and let him know that he's safe and that we're thinking of him. I thought he was more like the Happy Days brother. Like we saw him, and then all of a sudden, he's still around. Yeah, he's yeah, he's even yeah, he's still around. So, you know, any let me ask you this because I definitely want to hear from the nation today. Um, what's your favorite memory so far being a part of the Busted Open family, Tommy? Oof, uh, man, we've all been through so much together. I never realized the magnitude of. I mean, I get it with my life and I get it. And I've said this before. ECW was all about my 20s was all about ECW. I literally gave my my 20s to ECW. 30s was chasing the dangling carrot in WWE. 40s was kind of for myself in the sense of indies still just trying to, you know, just do my own and then house of hardcore. But with this show in particular, it's how much of a great community the wrestling community is. I look at social media. It's not a great community because for a lot of different reasons. But with this show, yes, we will discuss negative, but it, we also try to have positive. And even when we disagree, we disagree about one, something that we love, which is pro wrestling, but two, we hear each other out. And, you know, from the pandemic, to literally coming on the air and finding out that my friends have died. And there's just been so much different range of emotions. I mean, just, and then we have, I had such a good time at your roast or, or things like that of just everybody having fun. And like, I always say wrestling should be fun, but it's, we truly are a a family and it's a dysfunctional family, but that's because you're our, our father uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, i really yeah. do feel it, it's just like you know if i could go out there and give a giant hug to everybody you will because uh, like that wrestlemania party that with that roast it was just so many people that you like put together and then just everybody having just such a good time it was like a really great party yeah that roast is definitely probably my favorite but every moment with the nation, every time we're out in front of the busted open nation, Tommy is my favorite moment to just be able to be out in front of the fans because I'm still a fan. I built this show for me and for the fans because that's what I will always be. So whenever I'm around the nation, that's always my favorite time. Yeah. I mean, it's there's yes. Milestones having a billboard in times square is really, really super cool. But I mean, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, like that party or just when people come up to me at shows and just be like, yo, big fan of busted open, listen to you every day. I mean, it's big in the sense of after these shows, I literally, I'll vanity search my name about three hours later and I'll read something like a headline from some, and I'm like, is that a clickbait or is that something I really said? Like I just saw it about the iconics. I was like, okay, I really said that. And uh, it's just, you don't realize the magnitude uh, of your words. And then, or like when somebody breaks news on the show, it just, it happens so instantly. It's really, it's crazy. But again, the, the, just the amount of like social media response and 
there's a lot of really, really great special people that listen to this show, whether they tune in casually or if they're just loyal, diehard people, which there are. And even Dave, I, I try to interact with everybody positive or negative on social media. Some people respond, some people don't, but even when there's a negative, I literally talk to them and we hash out whatever difference we have. And that's kind of how I think all arguments should or disagreements should be. But then otherwise it's just, we're making people laugh or I mean, you and I have literally been in tears talking about the stupidest stuff in the world. And then, other people like I almost crashed my car because of Lord Alfred Hayes or just stuff like that. It's really, really, it is, it's a special show. And I think that's why uh, it's been so successful. Yeah. Tommy, we've seen um, firsthand this community get larger and larger. Uh, There's so many pro wrestling podcasts out there and we do our best to promote them as well because they're part of our community. But what makes us special is that it's two way talk that the fans could call in and the fans can voice their opinion. Not everyone's going to agree with me. Um, Tommy, Mark, Bully especially, because he had some of the worst takes this week alone. So you're not going to always agree, but that's the fun of it. Is you can pick up the phone and give us a call. So that's what makes this so so special. It's because the nation makes this show so special. Agreed. And then the other part is when we talk about stuff or we talk about angles and then we see them transpire on television, it's not, it's like not only are they listening, but at least they're applying. Yeah, and and I think you, Mark, and Bully, you know, that's why we love you is that you guys did it in the ring. You excelled and you give that perspective, which is so unique. And I appreciate each and every one of you that has been a part of this show to be able to do that because it shows a completely different side. And I try to show the fans perspective and sometimes the business and the fandom clash and that's happened time and time again. But I think that's all for the benefit of our pro wrestling community. Yes. And the, the cool part too, is when I don't want to say difference of, of opinions, for me, I mean, you know this, when I start getting, like I watch television differently, professional wrestling, so does Bully, so does Mark. But then we're able to step back and enjoy our fandom. One of the coolest things ever that, and I've known all those guys for so long that I found out on the master's class that me, Bubba and Mark Henry all went to different sides of the building to watch Hulk Hogan versus The Rock in Toronto. And I've literally known them forever. And here's something that I find out on this show. And it's just like, you see, we all are fans. And even back then, we didn't want to show everybody what we're doing. We just kind of all like broke away from each other. But then we're all sitting out there with the people. And those are really, I still to this day, like I just went out and watched Josh Alexander versus Moose in the crowd because I wanted to feel that energy. And I know... Mark has said stuff like that and bully too. Cause we just, that's our lives or what we've been doing for so long. But if you really break that down, we always have crossed the barricade, but there's so many times where we jump back over just to enjoy it as fans. Well, that's why I always love hearing that you, Tommy, little Guido, Mick Foley and bully were all in Madison square garden in 1983 when Superfly Snooker did the, 
Superfly leap off the top of the cage onto Don Morocco. Um, that like those types of moments and knowing that at one point all of you were once fans and then to reflect back at that and to tell those stories, that's so unique as well. Yes. Uh, and just like when this show, uh, I don't know how, when, what year was that again with the Morocco? That was 83. Uh, 83. October of 83. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, and then October of 89, I'm wrestling. That is a short period. That's a short window in life, just like this show. Wow, it's 13 years. But I'm straight up fan. And then now I'm wrestling. And it, that's that's nuts to me. But it's also just like I said about the Iconics. They're two women from Australia. And, you know, one worshipped The Rock. And they grew up massive wrestling fans. And they became wrestlers. Uh, you could become anything you want. If you work hard, apply yourself in this world, look what you did. You literally did this show for free. You were a producer on another channel and said, hey, I want to talk about professional wrestling. And now it's seven days a week. Yeah, it's pretty special. And I thank you, the nation, for letting that happen. Uh, speaking of fans, Tommy, somebody who's a huge pro wrestling fan and somebody that's been on this show before and he's going to be on again because he has a lot to say about not only what he's doing currently, but the current state of pro wrestling, Tommy. Lars Fredrickson is going to be joining us at 11 a.m. this morning. And, you know, I can't wait to talk to Lars uh, because think think about him. Big-time wrestling fan, you know, when he looks at venues, he looks at venues the way that a pro wrestling fan looks at some of these special venues around the country. And now his music is being used as entrance music. Like, it's going to be great catching up with Lars Fredrickson. He's in the middle of his world tour. Uh, so we get to talk to him, Tommy, at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Sweet. I look forward to talking to him. I know he's on tour and uh, good to catch up. Super, super good dude. Uh, long story short. A wrestling fan, ECW, asked me to wear his shirt, took a picture of it. Years later, I knew that band because when he was starting out, I wore his T-shirt just because a fan so gave cool. it to me. And so he cool. was like, that meant so much to the band, blah, 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 blah. Cool stuff. Yes, very, very cool. You never Love know it. what one action can inspire or help another action. Yep. And speaking of fans, the fans are already calling in. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some memories and moments being shared by the nation. And like, you know, Paul Stanley and Chris Jericho love to say, you know, busted opens like an elevator. doesn't matter what floor, or what year you start listening, whether it was 13 years ago today or just two weeks ago, you're part of the nation and we love you. So we can't wait to hear from you today. So I'll be taking phone calls all day. It's, a bir- it's my birthday. It's our birthday, Tommy. I love myself some May, man. So I'll, I love talking about birthdays. I do have birthday cake. That'll feel good on my open hole in my mouth. Oh, Real my God. Clothes. Is there any dentist out there that'll work for a signed autograph and a picture of Tommy Dreamer? <laughs> well, we'll see. If you, do, if you will, give us a call. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. I want to thank especially everybody who works on this show right now. Uh, Paul. Paul. New guy, Paul. Can we still call him new guy, Paul, Tommy? He's been working on this show for over a month now. 
Nah, still got to pay his dues. All right, still got to pay his dues. Gabby is doing a great job on the phones. Uh, we appreciate you, Gabby, as the calls are coming in from our Busted Open Nation. And Andre, who's doing a great job. So we love the, the current and everybody who's ever worked on this show. Word. 8773, you can only get that type of analyzation right here, here on Busted Open. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. Maybe the Northman will call in and thank us for making that movie number one at the box office. So maybe we'll get a phone call from the Northman. The Northman. Thank you, Pretty by cool. the way, Tommy, for teaching Ryan McKinnell. How to say the North Man. And thanks to Ryan McKinnell, too, who's a part of the show in a very, very small way. <laughs> Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. Kyle Montgomery, who is the voice of 3X3. You know, it, it's ingrained in, in kind of inner city hoops. Uh, if, if you don't have enough to run that full court, then you line up three on three and you go. You got a lot more space. You know, when you're playing in the streets, ISO game is priority. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Sammy Guevara, your champion, going up against Scorpio Sky. And after that match, Tommy, we have a new champion, Scorpio Sky, his second reign now as TNT champion. And what an ovation. Uh, I know they had a Philadelphia street fight, but if there was anything reminiscent and the old school fans and the newer school fans, because if you look at that audience, it's a lot of newer skewed fans. They just, you pull out some barbed wire in Philadelphia, you're going to chant ECW, which is an awesome feel. Um, the ladder match was what a ladder match is. High, high risk. Um, there was at one point when Sammy said, hey, I'm crazy and I'm doing this triple Lindy flip. Uh, and I thought he landed wrong. And it was a big, big bump, yeah. especially from that height. And I thought he kind of maybe over-rotated, landed on his shoulder, or bounced his head on the mat. And trust me, it takes just a little bit of hitting your head on that mat. That's why we always say tuck your chin where you enter Concussion City. And uh, I'm glad he was able to finish the match. Some of the high spots and, and moves that he did, his balance, the precision, the timing, it is on point. And I've seen him do this now with... Uh, two different opponents uh kudos to him and it was a very very exciting there was a lot of great dips some originality with the two women getting on their backs and then climbing the ladder with them there was such really really good stuff and then the ultimate payoff is scorpio sky winning the match i really think that uh sammy was going to be primed as this top top babyface but i think that dynamic has now gone since the pairing with with uh his real life girlfriend the crowd has just turned on him even to the point where he walked out and you heard the announcers go wow um and scorpio sky is the babyface which is just yeah. really weird especially with um the manager but hey the match worked and the match paid off i do want to get back out to the busted open nation why People want to celebrate 13 years of Busted Open, but also people want to talk about that main event match with Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky from last night. Let's go out to Ronnie in North Carolina. What's going on, Ronnie? How are you, my friend? What's going on, fellas? just want to say happy birthday to y'all. First of all, I want to thank y'all for, uh, you know, all the, I've been listening for like three, four years now, and, uh, I rarely miss a day. You guys have uh, all around made me a better wrestling fan, and I, uh, I thank you all for it. Thank you, man. I appreciate Very it. Very cool. Thanks, Ronnie. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. And Tommy Dreamer, it's an honor, so thank you, sir. Um, I just I wanted to talk about Sammy Guevara. And, you know, Tommy, you, you already pretty much touched on it. Uh, like a month ago, I was cheering for this guy. I was on my feet when – you know, his, his music would drop and I would get so excited and and it's like he just threw it all threw it all away because he wanted to get his personal life on camera. And it's just so confusing and I I respect Tony and everybody involved for going with the flow and changing everything up and you know, I'm very happy for Scorpio Sky and all that involved, but it's just like I don't know, man, it's just I just don't get why he has to make his personal life so 
I'm such a big part of his character. When you don't have to be, you can be whatever the hell you want. You were the most popular guy a month ago on TV, and now everybody hates your guts. And you know, and also like that. That's you know, when he did the crazy twist off the ladder, it's like. I don't know. It, it looked more like, in character at least, it looked more like he was being stupid than being smart. So in a lot of ways, I'm kind of getting to the point where I really don't even want to see him on my TV. And, like, man, that sucks. Well, uh, Tommy, uh, go ahead. What, what do you think of uh, Ronnie's comments? Well, I don't know if it was a Sammy call or a, a Tony Khan call, putting them together. Like I said, it is a big risk. You did lose him as a babyface, and I thought he would have been a pillar babyface for that company. And now that is gone, and pretty hard. Besides, you know, it's hard to get that back because he was on the rise, and there's a big difference between the rise and being there. And to your point, where I mean, even when the, the announcers have to say something, so now I got to look at him. Is he going to be my top heel? I don't know. And you said it, you know, you're a smarter wrestling fan, but you're also a fan. And as a, you said it the best, d- it, he did something. We all can look at Jeff Hardy being on the top of the ladder. Jeff would just be like, eh, I'm Jeff Hardy. I'm going to do it. Or some guys sometimes make the sign of the cross like this may kill me, but I'm going to do it anyway. But when you tell people you're crazy, it's not really that you're crazy. And when he did that and that simple little thing, it's are you crazy or are you stupid? And that's exactly what you said. And when he missed, now you're stupid. Yeah. So if you were a babyface, you're a stupid babyface, which I would never, ever make you or make sure you put yourself in that position. And as a heel, you don't want to continue to be stupid because then you're not a believable heel, which then loses you as that top, top echelon or that climb. Think of MJF. Think of everything that MJF has done from his inception to literally last night. It's a perfect build to have a top heel, which is MJF. And even though, you know, he went from CM Punk, he lost. Is that a step down for him? He's perhaps so white hot, which is an, an expression in professional wrestling. You could literally see when he's talking. People are giving him the finger while he's cutting this promo. There's people challenging him to a fight and he's not fighting for a title. Everything he has done from day one till day today has been to set him up as a top guy. And when you're, you're starting off a company, Hey, you have this foundation. Hey, I know these guys. And, and when, again, me and bully always talk about, this is like ECW, but with money. If you look back at early ECW, it was like a who's who of professional wrestling. And it, it was a giant indie show. But yet the entire time, Paul was building his base. And his base was this guy who was a mid-card guy, Shane Douglas. There was no one like this one person named Sabu. He was the most unique performer, literally changed the wrestling business. A tag team that no one had seen before. In the public enemy, an unknown named the Sandman, an unknown named Taz, and an unknown t- named Tommy Dreamer. And that was his core. And he used those main event guys who were on WCW or WWE television to help get those guys over. 
Shane was placed with Cherry Martel. Taz was placed with Kevin Sullivan. Tommy Dreamer was struggling to get over, but he's with Terry Funk. He's with Jimmy Snuka. And then an other homegrown talents came in and helped get them over. That's a big, big difference. So yes, it was, it, it is a step back, um, but it's where he's going to go from here, but you can't keep doing things like that because then you're just going to stay exactly where you are and others will pass you. Well, there's a couple of things from what that caller said. And it was a great call. Some Excellent. I agree with some, some I agree with some, I don't, don't forget when the whole situation happened with Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara, they wanted to keep it on the down. Like they didn't want it out there. They were trying to keep it private. Wrestling fans wouldn't keep it private. Like they, they, you know, they were even saying things that we want, that they didn't want to discuss their personal life and fans kind of kept poking the bear. So once, once you open up that can, you can't now complain that they're making the most out of it and they're using it to their advantage. And that's exactly what they're doing, Tommy. I mean, now they're openly kissing each other and making out in the ring. During the match, he was doing it. Because now they're playing into it. They're using Correct. it to their advantage. Like you're supposed to. Yeah. Like, but don't but Dave, get angry. None. That yeah, original setup, that original setup was kind of rushed. It was on that show where the one promo went over. Yeah. And their original setup could have been so, so different. If I'm in a backstage relationship that's semi-public, semi-private, uh, whatever the case may be because of social media, you put Ty in some sort of jeopardy and then Sammy comes to make the save because then he's the hero it's, it's, and will always cheer for a hero. If his feud was at Scorpio Sky Lambert and she could be tough, badass woman, I'll fight you all, but it's three against one. And then here comes Sammy. It's that original setup, which kind of quickly was like, huh? You heard it and you saw it the very, very next week. It's it, And then Tommy, what they're doing now, like you said, playing up to it because you have to. Yeah. You have to go all in on it or else you're going to be all lost. Tommy, I hear what you're saying and what you're saying on paper Sounds great, but it's not reality. And let me explain why. Sammy okay. Guevara, Sammy Guevara got engaged, you know, went down on one knee and proposed to his girlfriend on on TV, on Dynamite. So the fans saw that take place. So a year later or whatever it was, you can't now turn around with now now you have Ty Conti as your girlfriend. You can't just forget that that happened. You did that in front of your fan base. You did that on TV. The fans remember that. You know, they saw him with Pam. That was his girlfriend's name. They saw that. Pan, uh, Pan, Pam, Pan. I think it's with Pan with two N's. I'm not sure. But but you saw that happen on TV. I kid, it's a, it's a stepbrother's reference. You saw that happen on TV. You can't now be with the hot girl from the locker room, everybody is going to, in their in their heads, are already going to plan what exactly happened. Oh, Sammy Guevara got, it, got proposed to his girlfriend on live TV. Now, all of a sudden, he's a superstar. He's a champion. He's no longer with his girlfriend, and now he's with Ty Conti. Now, it hey, just it, looks bad. I'm sorry. It me, looks bad. Okay. Let me ask you this. 
there was a wrestler who had perhaps one of the hottest women in professional wrestling of all time in his corner, correct? Yeah. Her name was Beulah McGillicuddy. Yep. And then what happened during that relationship? He had another woman who was as equally beautiful, Kimona Wanalea, and he was hanging out with both of them. He's hardcore. He could take both. Exactly. But it was all about the presentation. And guess who else? After one girl left, who else was he managed by? Another beautiful woman, Francine. Did they ever boo him? No, because it was all about the presentation. And every single I'm talking from experience. I don't talk making True. stuff up out, out of fresh out, out of air. It's all how you present something. If one guy in Philadelphia, of all places, can be with two of the hottest girls at the time in the wrestling industry and everybody's cheering him, he's good looking, he's got two hot girls, and he's doing it all for not only himself but for the company, you are going to cheer that person. Tommy Dreamer has to – I watched some spots that I was the first to do done in that ladder match. If I go out there today and start talking about I did everything, I'm the bitter veteran and I'm going to be the biggest heel in wrestling. But I know how to book people like that. And it's all about presentation. And just like I said, when I lost Beulah, it was a real, how, how am I going to get stuff back? And then it fell forward into other things. But it's all how you present it. And it's like I said with MJF, a perfect build. Sammy has steered away. You got to try to wrangle him back because he's a, he, we were all talking about he's going to be the next great baby face in this business. And I don't know if you can get that back right now. Yeah, you're, you're not. And, 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 and it's unfortunate. And listen, I'm not spitting any hate towards Ty Conti or Sammy Guevara because right. obviously I don't know their personal life. And listen, I've, I've gone through two marriages where that ended in divorce. So I'm not going to put point the finger of blame. I'm just saying that sometimes perception is reality. And when you put yourself out there and get engaged, you know, propose to somebody on TV and then they see you with somebody else. People are going to come up with their own conclusions. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's the way the world is. And they wanted that, you know, and they kept, they tried to keep it secret. And then they couldn't keep it secret any, any longer. And now they're going with it. I think it's the right way to go. Sometimes things happen, Tommy. You know this. You know, look at Roman Reigns. The WWE pushed Roman Reigns as they wanted him to be the next John Cena, the biggest babyface. For five years, they tried, and the fans rejected it. Man, the guy fought leukemia and came back, and now he's your biggest deal. At some point, you got to say, you know what, let's go with this. And think how it's worked for Roman. Roman's the biggest he's ever been. He's probably, arguably, the biggest superstar in all of pro wrestling right now as a heel. But it wasn't working as a babyface. Sammy Guevara, because of things that happen and the perception of fans, they're going with it. And I think it's working. I think it's clicking. I This is never about the the persons. This is about the characters on television. Of course. This is not about the, the person. It never is whenever we're discussing uh, stuff like this. There's. Um, I agree that they have to go with it. And they'll have to go all in. And I'll tell you another thing from experience that we both seen, and though it was different times, um, Savage and Elizabeth, Savage and Scary Sherry. Yeah. And we saw that entire dynamic, and Elizabeth was the catalyst to turn him back babyface in the same match where he was being booed 
out the door and Sherry played her role. And we saw an entire relationship unfold during WrestleMania on the aftermath. And you know why that worked? Because it was everyone, everything leading up to it. And that's what I'm telling you. Every step when you're charting a path as a booker, as a writer for television has to be a certain way. Me and Jericho are literally arguing on social uh, on, via text about, can you believe Negan is the top baby face in Walking Dead? But we keep saying, and he said it on Talk is Jericho, you know he's going to turn. You know it's going to come back and bite him yep. in the ass. You don't, when real life characters like this, because Walking Dead ends and it goes off the air. But for professional wrestlers, you live for as long as you're, you're wrestling. There is no off the air. And think about what you just said. Negan, who killed off one of the more popular stars on Walking Dead, to the point where they lost a large portion of their audience because, because of what he did. Because of what the he did. The going off the air because of what he did. Yeah, but basically, they, they, their, their ratings tanked after that. That episode, uh, Tommy, not to get off too far off the, off the road here, but that episode was the most watched episode of Walking Dead. It beat Sunday Night Football that night. Think about that. It beat Sunday Night Football. But that was the death knoll for that show because he killed off one of the most popular characters on that show. They've never been able to recover from it. And now he's the biggest baby face on the show. Literally, the, the next week it was cut in half. And that, your biggest moment has now, and that's all because of writing. Yes. Your biggest moment literally caused that show to jump the shark, which is a, a, a reference in television. And now that show is off is going off the air. A lot of that because of that moment. Yep. And that's why I, we always say we live for moments, but trust me when I tell you, careers can die because of moments. It's so important. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.